Welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout, you guys. Your mom's favorite place to be. It's your host. I'm Anthony. We got Edward. I told my wife she's drawing her eyebrows too high. She seemed surprised. And we got Noah. Yo, Anthony. You do be stinky. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump right in into our first segment of the day. It's going to be spam mail. Edward, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. All right. You ready? I sure am. Florida man drives 18-wheeler full of fireworks into burning building. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Blank, 23, drove his personal 18-wheeler freshly loaded with over $2,000 worth of fireworks into his personal barn, which was already engulfed with flames for a YouTube video. Why would you, why would you make the situation worse? <laughs> no. I could, oh, my God. That's real. That is, if you no, said Florida, man, that has to be real. Nah, there's no way. I'd say that's spam mail. That would be really cool to watch, though. It is, in fact, fake. I made it <gasps> up this morning as I was sitting here waiting for Noah to join the call. <laughs> oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're using our made-up articles now. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Noah. That's the case. Hi, I'm your mother. You want me? <laughs> You want me? Just kidding. Um, all right. So, clawing back normality, Bangkok Cat Cafe reopens after virus shutdown. You heard it right. Bangkok. A cat cafe. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Wait, say In that Thailand, again. Bangkok Cat Cafe reopens after virus shutdown. You just want to hear me say Bangkok. <laughs> If I wanted to do that, I'd just no. go over later. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> nah, uh, I gotta say that's fake. Because there's true. a lot of places that aren't reopening. There's no way. I that's the that's reason true. you think it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the reasons. No, it's it's true. It is it is real. There's actually a cat cafe hmm. in Thailand where they give belly rubs. <laughs> and the cats typically I'm lounge t- around <laughs> eat catnip. Hey, want to take my dogs. If you've heard all the episodes of our podcast, someone drop in the comments our score right now. Our score. See who's the most? Oh. Who's the most accurate? Who's yeah, the most be a real one? Who's got like the most right and stuff? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think yeah, we've actually kept know. track. Might need to keep track, you know. <laughs> All right, Anthony, you're up. All right, so my article is about a guy who wants to legally change his name. So a 69-year-old Dutchman wanted wanted to legally change his age in order to avoid ageism. He claimed that he felt discriminated against because his real age was affecting his job prospects as well as his chances of success on Tinder. Excuse me? What? <laughs> That's a whole mess, man. <laughs> that is a whole mess. No, I'm 69. Can I go back to being 18 just for like a week or so? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Wait, I got a... Uh, oh, that's hard. But that's you were tough. You were so specific, though, that like that has to be real. Yeah, I think it's just stupid enough to be believable. Yeah, you were you were so like specific and detailed with that headline. That is true. Uh, it is a true article. He tried and failed. He didn't right. get past the court system. Definitely see why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to the judge, I just want to be eighteen again, man. No, disgusting. <laughs> no. He's like, no. All right, boys. You know what time it is. What time is it? It's major time news. Time for these nuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay, it. our first, our first set of news does come from Netflix. Um, if y'all watch the Umbrella Academy season one, season two just um got a release date for July thirty first of this year, so it's just around the corner. I don't know if y'all have seen that show, but. That's the one with the, like the super powered kids, right? Yeah, and that at the, the monkey. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a few episodes, but I couldn't get into so, it. Chimpanzee, thank you very much. Dude, oh, bad, I, I heard the first few, because I honestly, I haven't watched it yet. It's been on my list for a while. <laughs> but I heard the first few episodes are kind of like slow, but it gets really good. I feel Maybe like it's yeah. just about every show ever, but... Nah, <laughs> there's some that. shows you can get right into. Just, you know, skip season one of The Office and you're good. <laughs> wow, <dang. laughs> Nothing important happens anyways. Right? It's true. All right, next up. Um, did y'all know they were making the Scream 5? Because I sure didn't. No, I did not. So, um, I didn't either. David Arquette is returning as Dewey Riley, which um, in the first, like... I think it was first two or three screams. He he was the basically the sheriff. I don't know if you remember him. The mustache. That young fellow. You are the mustache. I don't remember him. I haven't seen Scream two, three, or four, so Really? Wow. Yeah. I've just seen the first one. I think I've seen the I first did. two. But after that it gets really, really crappy. Got True. more news. There's gonna be a new basketball movie. It's gonna be called Hustle. Um Adam Sandler is supposed to star as um as a basketball scout who finds a once in a lifetime player abroad and he wants to bring him into the NBA. Um LeBron James is also supposedly going to produce it because his production company is behind the film. So um I guess we'll see. Honestly, Adam Sandler's kind of been on a roll lately. How long do you think he's going to keep doing movies? He's getting kind of old. He do be making good sports movies. He do. A while even if he stops acting, I'm sure he'll want to direct some movies. That's true. I could see him directing some really reckoning. good movies. Hey, that's right? the truth. But then again, Morgan Freeman is extremely old and he still does a lot of movies. <laughs> You're comparing them? <laughs> They're old. <laughs> Adam Sandler's not that old. Morgan Freeman is significantly old. older. Oh, I know. I'm saying Adam Sandler, when he gets Morgan Freeman's age, he should still be doing movies. Dude, Morgan Freeman's still doing movies. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Bro, Adam Sandler is 53 years old. All right, Bro, man. He's almost as old as my so, grandma. That's nothing, though. Nah, it's all good. All right, uh, we do have more Netflix news coming up. Um, Charlie's Theron, Theron, however you say your name, is coming... Uh, He's coming into a new movie titled The Old Guard, and it's supposed to come out July 10th. Uh, she plays a leader of immortal mercenaries, and the synopsis is that a group of mercenaries, all centuries-old immortals with the ability to heal themselves, they discover someone is onto their secret, and they must fight to protect their freedom. Uh, Sounds like a typical action movie. Not sounds typical. Right. Not too excited. Although I do like that um, the mercenaries are immortals with the ability to heal themselves. That sounds kind of cool. So I might check it out. We'll see. Because it sounds like a cool concept. Like vampire mercenaries. Pretty much. I saw some screenshots too and it looked like them. Um, Y'all remember last week we talked about Josh Gad's Moonfall? Where the movie where the moon's going to fall out of orbit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes well uh Halle Berry just joined the cast and she's a pretty significant actress so she must see some potential or something in this movie because right now I don't on the record that too I haven't seen her in much lately as of recent but who knows man um Tom Hanks's Greyhound titled movie will now premiere on Apple TV plus but it was originally set to hit theaters. And uh, if y'all want a synopsis, it says that a U.S. Navy commander, Ernest Cross, is assigned to lead an Allied convoy across the Atlantic during World War II. His convoy, however, is pursued by German U-boats. Although this is Cross's first wartime mission, he finds himself embroiled in what would come to be known as the longest, largest, and most complex naval battle in history, the Battle of the Atlantic. Hmm. All right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 interesting. Sounds like it belongs on. I was hoping y'all didn't catch that. Sounds like Tom Hanks would be in it, but um, no, it sounds um pretty solid actually. It's a I, I dig war movies and it sounds interesting it's enough. Kind of very hard to mess up a war movie unless you're just completely inaccurate. 
Yeah, and I have faith in Tom Hanks. He beat Corona. Oh, that's got this. true. He's invincible now. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna live forever. <laughs> he's gonna okay, live until something. he's Morgan Freeman's age. <laughs> but Morgan Freeman's still thriving. All right, all right. So, um, this this news is kind of funny to me. Um, there's a new movie going to be called good, bad and undead. Um, and it's starring Jason Momoa and Peter Dinklage. And it's about a vampire who vows to stop killing, which is Jason Momoa and Van Helsing is appearing in it as well. That's the information we have right now, but I think that sounds interesting. I don't, I don't think it's going to be like a comedy, but it sounds like one to me. (laughs) (laughs) How how is he going to survive if he doesn't kill? Watch the movie. (laughs) <laughs> oh true they're gonna they want to really cool win to yeah. are you gonna make Jason Momoa be a soft vampire <laughs> <laughs> I would say cut That's his hair point. but he doesn't doesn't really like cutting his hair ever never cuts his hair uh, just do whatever they did in that Super Bowl commercial to him oh, did oh my god <laughs> <laughs> make him look all weak from not eating uh, drinking blood oh what is that's gonna be the That'd version be of Jason Momoa that we see <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alright next up we do have some Sony news excuse me with uh, CJ Clarkson is set to direct a female led Marvel project right now they're speculating it's gonna be a Madam Web movie or a Spider Woman movie um I kind of want the latter, so. I wouldn't like mind hmm. a Madam Web movie. I kind of think they're going to need to do a Madam Web movie, but I'm not too familiar with CJ Clarkson's work, so we'll see uh, how she does on it. I mean, they're already they're expanding it pretty big as of late. We still got Morbius, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot and, uh, about that. Venom, Venom 2. Venom, which we've talked about before, like thirty years. Yeah, and then eventually they'll all be together in the same movie. And Tom Holland, Spider Man, probably the way they're setting it up. Which is kind of crazy. It was already confirmed that he had a cameo in Venom too. Was that confirmed? It's going to be more than a cameo. No, I didn't hear. I didn't hear about it in Venom too. I know he's going to probably be in Morbius, or at least it's mentioned because Vulture's in Morbius. I don't know. We'll see how the future goes. Um, Sony is also developing a Marvel jackpot film based on the superhero jackpot. And honestly, all I know about her is she has super strength. <laughs> That's really it. <laughs> I don't know who the heck this okay. is. That's like half of every superhero. That's what I'm saying. Like well, the not exact- even half. That's just like the base of everyone. Baseline. The executive superhero with that super strength, and you're just useless, honestly. Hey, <laughs> Batman's dope. Sorry, Hawkeye. Oh, we both <laughs> in different places. <laughs> no, the Batman's yeah. dope. But Knowing anyways, Marvel, they'll do something good with it. It'll turn out pretty good, but I mean, it's Sony, we'll but all right. <laughs> oh, Sony. Um, well, then I don't know. We'll see. And he's like, oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) This movie's gonna suck. Take that back. Take that back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, the Tenet, the movie for the new movie, the trailer for the new movie Tenet just released today. I mean, not today. It released on on Thursday this past week, and it released on Fortnite. I I can already tell what the uh, (laughs) fan base is gonna be. Anyways. I just I I just brought this up because I think it's real funny how much uh pub, pub, publicity Fortnite's been getting like through the media like the media like forcibly goes to them and says hey can you show our trailer can you show this clip of this movie and I think it's funny because honestly it's a smart move like so many people play that dang game don't they do the same thing with Star Wars where they like release the the clip of uh Palpatine mm-hmm, like, yeah before the movie like the first clip yeah. And then they didn't show it in the movie, so you had to be on Fortnite to really to catch it. It's I didn't know that. And then all those concerts on there too. Yeah, all those concerts. Like, <laughs> Shut up, mom! I'm listening to Travis Scott. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got. 
Did y'all ever see Scott Pilgrim? Uh, yes. Yeah. Ooh, thank y'all. I love that movie. But anyways, Edgar Wright said this week that Scott Pilgrim might be getting a re-release in theaters in the near future. That would be sick. That's dope. Dude, honestly, I'd go watch, watch it again. Yeah, I'd <laughs> go watch it in theaters again. I love that movie. <laughs> movie's so hilarious. It's one of so the best what adaptations. It's going to be the movie of the week. Yeah, oh, oh, yes. oh yeah, for sure. I'd be down for that. Me too. Um, we got some Disney news. All right, Disney Plus is going to release a new Phineas and Ferb movie called A Candace Against the Universe, and it's supposed to be set to release in summer 2020. I'm guessing a reasonable July release. Is what I saw that, and I'm so excited because that was like what my the, favorite uh, show ever. I'm just really surprised but, they're making another movie. Honestly, I'm glad that yeah, I was gonna say. What are the odds that we were just talking about Phineas and Ferb like all week since like the last podcast, and then it just drops that they're making a new movie? Yeah, <laughs> it was a sign. You hear, hear that? Guys? We did that. We did that. We made it. Predicted that. You're welcome. The hooligans are on top of it. That's why our podcast is number one. Now we better be famous, <laughs> you guys. Hey, Anthony. We, don't we are do the that new here. Simpsons predicting the future. <laughs> um, there's also a new rumor this week because I don't have many confirmed sources, if any at all. So I'm not saying this is confirmed. Um, they're saying Ahsoka Tano, the live action one, is supposed to star in the Kenobi series on Disney Plus, which comes out, I believe, next year. What time frame was the Kenobi series supposed to be? Uh, right after episode three, before episode four. I guess that would that would make sense. I mean, I could see it, but it's. I feel like they're pushing Ahsoka's agenda too much now. Like they're forcing her into every little thing now. I don't mind. She was like my favorite character from the Clone oh, Wars. So it's not that I mind. It's that we don't know if the live action is going to work yet. I don't see why it wouldn't. They already casted like the perfect actor for her. Appearance wise, yes, she's she's gonna fit the role with all that makeup and stuff, but I'm talking about like voice wise and her acting. Bro, she's a great actor. Have you seen her in anything? No, honestly, not really. I don't watch many movies with her in it. Yeah, yeah, no, she's a really good actor. She'll for sure be able to pull it off. All right. She was in uh, all of the Netflix, like the Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. She was in all of those. Who was she in Daredevil? Uh, she played the same character in all of them. She was a doctor that like brought them all together, kind of patched them all up. I don't remember. I haven't seen Daredevil in so long. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the first season and she was in the uh, the crossover series. I never watched the crossover series. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. She's like the main connecting character on all those shows. Like she, she met with all of them. So, well, that's dope. I trust it. I just feel like she's in everything now. Not the actress, the Ahsoka, which I mean, I don't mind. Yeah. I like her, but I feel like they, they said, oh man, this character is really popular. Let's give the fan service and put her in this other crap. But I mean, it's not a big deal. It doesn't sound like a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like a super bad thing unless they make it a bad thing. We'll see. We will see. I'm definitely excited for those series. But uh, we do have more Star Wars news. Uh, Mandalorian Season 2, Timothy Oliphant has just been set to play a Mr. Cobb Vanth, which is... Why did I do that? <laughs> which is a former slave who becomes a sheriff and obtains Boba Fett's armor. So it sounds to me like Bo- Boba Fett is trying to get his armor back. Either that or he's laying low. I think he's probably going to try to get his armor back if he's going to uh, return in the series. I feel like it'll be one of those cool things where the Mandalorian is like, he goes into a bar or something, and then like the Boba Fett's like in the background, like sitting down, you know what I mean? Like in a dark corner, and then he's just like, hey, I can help you. Just, I just need a favor. And then he shoots him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, do I don't watch any of these shows. So I don't have much to say on these. <laughs> I was wondering. If Sorry, guys. Okay. Uh, well, then we'll move on past it. So Frank Marshall, a producer for Jurassic World, says the new movie Jurassic World Dominion will be the beginning of a new era, saying that this could spawn multiple movies after it. Please stop really? ruining my favorite franchise of all time. 
Yeah, really. <laughs> That's what he said. Jurassic Park is so good. Please. Do you know how bad I roasted the last movie they made? It was trash, in my opinion. Which one? I didn't even bother to go was watch it. it. Uh, there's been two Jurassic this, Worlds, right? Uh, I forgot the name, honestly. Jurassic yeah, it is the one where there's like a volcano exploding and stuff. It's where like the island explodes and stuff, and but there's like a oh. lot more plot points that were pushed in that weren't really in the trailer. I don't think I've seen that one. Really? Y'all mind spoilers yeah. or no? Nah. Spoil it no. for me. I don't uh, plan on ever seeing it, so. Fallen Kingdom, <laughs> that's what it's called. Okay, so basically, yeah, y'all saw the trailers, right? And basically the the island is like exploding and like all the dinosaurs are dying from it, right? Mm-hmm. The whole the whole island's destroyed. Well, that's literally like the first act of the movie. After that, they go into this whole ploy about how um this organization is taking all the dinosaurs from the island and they're auctioning them off to like different people in the world. And so the fallen kingdom is that island, but then it's like, it gets into a whole different section. And then that's, that's when they shove in the, uh, Indominus Raptor and the trying oh, to auction I did it off. See this. And then the Indominus Raptor escapes, you know, they kill it, yada, yada, yada. But that's that. And that was messy enough but what pissed me off was there was this little girl that was with him the whole time. And um, the dinosaurs at the very end, the dinosaurs are still all in their cages in, in the real world. Cause they're off the Island. They're on, they're on. Um, like they're, a zoo. They're, yeah. They're in, they're in a suburban area in a zoo in this like big, big old mat mansion. And um, the little girl, she's, she's the whole time she's talking about how life, um, like they need to be free and all that crap. So there's a button to free them. And, um, everyone around them agreed, like, like, no, we need to, we need to keep them cause they're too dangerous for the world if they were to get out. And the little girl straight up, like she looks at them like, kind of like, <laughs> sad, presses like the one of the, yeah, one of those moments. And then they like nod their heads and then she presses the button. All the dinosaurs get out, all the carnivores, all the herbivores, everyone, they all get out and they're all in the world now. And so now, and and then they show um, Ian Malcolm at the end, and he's like, "We're in a new era now." And I'm like, "No, that pisses me off, bro." Then, ah, oh, yes, Perry the Platypus, you found my self-destruct button again. They legit just like released them. <laughs> they released them just so they could make another movie. That's how I saw it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because if they would have kept them, that would have been the end. Yeah, that would have been it. That franchise. That would. Yeah, and now that they're saying this, like. This is BS. <laughs> they need to end it already. They really do. Did y'all see uh oh what's his what's the main characters? Mine Chris just Pratt's- went blank. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Did you see his uh all in challenge was it could go on the sun and be eaten by a dinosaur? No. <laughs> like I didn't during see the it. movie. No, I didn't see it. That was his his thing, right? And you could be in the movie and get eaten by a dinosaur. Bro, I'd want to do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be fun. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I know what you're talking about. How you can actually, how you yourself can be entered to be in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. That would be fun. I want to be like that guy that was sitting on the toilet. <laughs> he got eight. <laughs> it's so iconic. It really is. You can be it's remembered for it. It's, it's a funny scene. Like, oh, no, no, look at me. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, I was the guy that was go. on the toilet and got eaten in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, we got CW news or DC news, I guess. Uh, Ruby Rose exited the role of the Batwoman this week. Do you know Kinda why? Sucks. I saw it, but I, I liked her as the Batwoman. I, I honestly believe it's because of all the... I don't think she, when she stepped into the role, she expected so much criticism from fans. Well, not just mm. criticism. I mean, some people love her, but like it, it was overwhelming. Like all of the feedback, I guess, is what I'm assuming. But I, I don't know for sure. Uh, I don't uh-huh. know if y'all heard anything else, but well, I didn't um, watch. I don't know. <laughs> to bbc it said that she left because the actress uh 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 herinated two discs doing stunts oh so she's she don't want to do that kind of stuff anymore deadline reported the injury was not the reason for her departure but 
that's the closest thing to a reason that they've given. It's either personal stuff or she just, like I said, backlash or something. But um, did y'all watch Batwoman? Because I, I, I didn't, so I can't really have an opinion. Uh, I did not. I didn't, but I didn't watch it because of how bad it looked. <laughs> Jeez. My, uh, my dad watched it. He said it was all right. He said it's all right. But he watches all. He always tries to watch all the superhero shows. So me too. That's the only one that I haven't seen because of how bad it looked. The only one I'm, I've heard him like bash is Arrow. He was like Arrow sucks now, <laughs> <laughs> or or it did before it ended. It got bad for like two seasons, and then the last season was good. Yeah, that's what I hear. I hadn't finished either. So, <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Here's this, this is our big news. Big news. So Zack Snyder is finally releasing his Snyder Cut of Justice League on HBO Max in 2021. He's going to be provided 20 to $30 million to finish the rough footage of the Snyder Cut, and he, which is including like VFX and a couple lines from actors and even, I believe, some reshoots for a couple scenes he needs to get. And um, apparently the original Justice League had only a quarter of Snyder's work in it, which really fascinates me. 75 percent of it was a uh, reshoots from a uh, Josh Rue and everything Whedon. Yeah. It's a lot That's... of work. And what the, one of the problems with Justice League was that the director was short. Um, <laughs> not that the director stepped down because Josh Whedon tried to mix in all of these good elements, not good, like I mean like lighthearted elements to the movie and it mixed in with Snyder's dark elements and it was not a good project. To mix. Mm-hmm. That's what made the it was not gonna mix them. Death. Yeah, no, that's what made the we couldn't figure out the tone because it was too mixed with the both of the directors. But um I'm really glad Snyder's getting his shot on this because while it won't really change the outcome of what happened with Justice League, we could get a better movie. Like some people are being negative saying, No, nah, it's still gonna suck, or there's and they're the same ones that were like, Man, I hope we get this cut. Or no, nah, we're not gonna get the cut. I think I'll be more mad if it doesn't suck than if it does, honestly. You'll be mad if it doesn't suck? Yeah. Because you wish that one would have been the one that came out or what? Oh. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, technically it's Warner Brothers' fault. I'm already not a fan of Warner Brothers. Me neither. Me neither. I don't trust Warner Brothers. And uh, Darkseid's confirmed to be in the movie because his voice actor came out. His name's Ray Porter, and he confirmed that he did the voice work for Darkseid in Justice League. Did you see the thing that uh, uh, Joe uh, Manganiello, or I don't know how to pronounce his name, said about like the original uh, post-credit scene for it? Yeah, I did. With Batman. Wait, what did he say? I just said uh, the original post credit scene with like a surprised emoji. Like it's supposed to be a lot better than the one that actually came out. And I was yeah. already a fan of the one that came out. So Yeah, me too. I didn't oh, think it was okay. bad. And it, it's supposedly um, Deathstroke confronting Batman is what I'm getting. Really? That would be really yeah. cool. That would be cool. It'd be cool if they fought, but I doubt it. They fight. So, <laughs> um, and then uh, Zoic Studios actually just took up the VFX job. They're going to be working on finishing Superman's black suit, and they're revising Steppenwolf to the first design Snyder had that he showed in Batman v Superman, which is a lot makes more. Makes me de- so happy. It's a lot more demonic um, model, is what it looked like. Cool. Maybe it'll make him feel like an actual villain and not just an <laughs> angry, twelve foot tall human right dude he did things so quickly in that movie like the way the plot know, right? moved along with him probably the most efficient villain of all time <laughs> right he was like oh i'm gonna just steal this thing ah i got this thing oh, i'm gonna steal the other one ah, i got it and oh, there's no no it. one to stop me no oh, one to stop me oh can't stop me oh what are you gonna do about it oh i should have been quicker than that <laughs> oh and they're also revising the parademon sorry forgot to mention that which is good because okay i want i want them to look a lot scarier but i say do you think they'll look more like the the animated movie one the sharp teeth yeah yeah no i hope so that's what how they're supposed to look and from steppenwolf's original design they should look something like that because he looked crazy he looks super crazy. hyped that they confirmed uh henry cavill's black superman suit 
No, yeah, me too. I was surprised they said that, but I mean, I guess right now they don't really have anything to lose. They just want to build excitement. That's fair. Yeah. Didn't they also confirm the Green Lanterns would be in this too? Mm. Was that confirmed? Because I, I see I all these like that. fan arts. I I assume sure they might be in that one scene where they're off. Um, there's a they're on the war. I don't know what scene you're talking about. I'm looking it up right now. Where uh, the Amazons are explaining Steppenwolf and how there was a war with him, or not, and and Darkseid, and they're saying oh, that the lanterns okay. were involved too. Um, yeah, it would. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. A lot of reports are saying that there uh, might be because uh, uh, during that uh, that one scene in the trailer where Alfred's like, "Oh, you came" or something. Apparently, that was originally supposed to be a Green Lantern that showed up. Really? What? No way. Yeah. And they revised it for it to be Superman? Yeah, or something like that. Why? Dude, that pisses me off. Actually, I might have, I think it was either that or it was a post credit scene where a Green Lantern showed up. But either way, there was supposed to be a Green Lantern in the in the original Snyder cut somewhere in there. Dude, no, nah, imagine how Jordan just coming down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways. It won't be Ryan Reynolds, though, sadly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, honestly, he's past that. He's past that. Ryan Reynolds was okay in the Green Lantern, but I wouldn't want him Robin again. Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Um, VFX is going to take about three months, which honestly is not very long. And um, what's interesting is this has, I haven't seen this confirmed on like actual like news sites, but they're saying that Zoic Studios is also taking up the air cut of Suicide Squad. I see they're just bored now and they're like, mm, let's try to win some fans over real quick. Well, okay, the thing is, they're saying the air cut, Enchantress, her whole plot, the way the what she's doing, um, is totally different in his cut. Apparently, he she's being controlled by the mother boxes and apocalyptians, and she also made a deal with the Joker in the last in the last quarter of the movie and um this suicide squad is supposed to show how steppenwolf got to power so quickly and how he's getting back like he's how he's coming to earth oh so it was supposed to it was supposed to set up a lot more background yeah oh that makes a lot more that would have made justice league more uh more enjoyable like the original cut would have made it better if that would have existed yeah, and they're saying that the, his cut's going to take like nine months of work. And But the thing also is David Ayer never stepped down as director. They even had an extended cut when the Blu-ray came out. So I don't understand what his cut's supposed to be. I guess well, maybe— I thought they had a lot of uh, lot of tampering from Warner Brothers with that movie. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say I guess Warner Brothers messed up, didn't give him creative control. Well, I think they— uh... Well, they did that thing where they step in and ruin everything. Yeah. Like they did with uh, Batman versus Superman and stuff, too. Yeah. Um, but I guess, what do you call it? I guess Jared Leto will be happy. Because, I mean, I remember he said he had so much Joker's footage that oh, wasn't in yeah. the movie. He said he had, like, enough to make another movie. Dang, that's Honestly, a lot. I'm, I'm 100% down for that. Because I've been wanting to see his Joker. And the moment that he's like, yeah, now I'm gone forever, that kind of kind of bummed me out because we never actually got to got to see see his joker yeah i mean i was even okay if, with that i didn't even like if him he, well i'm not gonna say i didn't like him he didn't have a lot of time i say you saw like three minutes of his joker <laughs> yeah, you can, well, you true, can say but like out of the time that we did see i didn't like what i was seeing you know you can you can say you don't like how he looks but i'm not gonna judge how he acted because he's a good actor he can he, i'm sure he could pull it off if we got more time with him I say I kind of like the uh, well they had done like a super gangster Joker in the mm-hmm. comics before so I didn't mind that I didn't mind his look that much either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think the big fault came with not giving his character a whole lot of screen time. So that's all everyone. That's the only thing people could focus on. Yeah, and especially them saying that he that Enchantress made a deal with him like that's a big deal because that means he was involved a lot more than he was he was in the original cut. Yeah, that means he was actually essential to the plot and wasn't just thrown in there for the background <laughs> purposes of uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah, no, it it really interests me because um, 
I I thought Suicide Squad was a terrible movie, but I enjoyed it. Like it was a fun movie to watch for me. Yeah, it was just a lot of punching and shooting and stuff. But yeah. superheroes, super yeah. villains. It it was entertainment, but I mean, it was it was. If you want to get technical, it was a shitty movie, but it was a it was good fun entertainment for a few hours. I'm just excited to see Will Smith's uh, Deadshot again. Oh yeah, that too, huh? Who knows? We'll see how the DCEU holds up in the coming years. I mean, it's uh, getting better. What do better. you think that's gonna? What do you think that's gonna do to James Gunn's uh, Suicide Squad reboot? I don't think it'll change anything, honestly. This is just his original cut. Even if people love this cut, it's not like he can backstep it. They're already moving on. Uh, I was about to say, what happens when this uh, new cut is better than James Gunn's? I'm not saying that it will be, because James Gunn's an amazing director. Yeah, I doubt it will be, honestly. He's already making creative choices that are like 10 times better if you've seen like the set set, um, pictures. That's fair, but I meant like with the way it ties into the universe. Like, what if yeah. it just meshes better than James Gunn's reboot? I mean, it might, but like I said, they already moved on with all those other solo movies. Like right now, they're just doing their solo movies and stuff. They don't really care about team ups. It seems like because it works. It's working for them. Yeah, that's true. And the Elseworld movies. Um, I also had more news about the Snyder Cut. I don't know if this is true, but um, they're saying that it might release May 20th of next year because that is Garter, Gar- Garter Fox's birthday and he's the creator of Justice League. That'd be kinda, dope. Yeah, that would be kind of dope. Be cool. uh, another rumor has um, Batflick may potentially return after um, they're bringing the Snyder Cut back. Because remember, he, he left because of Warner Brothers's bs stupid politics games. yeah and they're saying that warner bros is getting a little better which i mean i guess they have success wise in the way the movies have been shot but um i'm fully welcoming bat flick back that if makes he wants me to so come happy. back me it's too. a rumor but and it honestly they could do what they did with joker robert Pattinson could have his own trilogy i don't care i mean i want i, I want to see it that one really bad too but if bat flick comes back and this is his universe then i'm 100 down for it sure um last bit of news for the week dc news as hbo max is going to come out this uh i believe friday so we're gonna have a big news about dumb next week but um berlanti productions the ones that made the flash the titans arrow green lantern and produced it, the uh, original green lantern with ryan reynolds um there's they just uh said that the new green lantern series on hbo max will probably be its biggest show it's ever done I hope so. I think it's definitely going to have the most VFX in it, just given the nature of the Green Lantern character. The, yeah, but that and makes also, me interested because they've done all to, these other shows. Isn't it supposed to do like cover the entire corpse though? So that yeah, would Green involve all of them? a ridiculous amount of characters. So no, they have they have I, source I can material see where that would be big. They have material to work with for sure. I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm surprised they do like nothing... the Darkest Night type of thing. Yeah. that would be really oh, cool to really see cool. in a TV show. Yeah. I'm just surprised they haven't done it yet. Like, it's not already a thing. It's hard. They've done animated series, but live action? That's tough. Yeah, it is hard. You saw what happened. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, that's our news for the week. Uh, we're going to get right into our movie. This week we watched Big Time Adolescence on Hulu, directed by Jason Orley, starring Pete Davidson as Zeke and Griffin Gluck as Mo or Monroe. Um, other notable names are John Cryer as uh, Monroe's father and Machine Gun Kelly as Nick. So we have the synopsis here. It's about a drug dealing college dropout who becomes a mentor to his best friend, who is a straight-laced teen who idolizes him. So uh, yeah, what did y'all think about this movie? It was, Bro, it was labeled as a comedy, but I oh, it was ended definitely the movie feeling very sad. Yeah, it was yeah. not a comedy. I'm very mad that they labeled it as a comedy because it was very depressing, honestly. Y'all didn't think any of it was funny. <clears throat> I I thought some of it was funny, but for like 95% of the movie, it was depressing. I thought it was yeah, subtle I humor. I thought it was. I thought it was subtle humor. I thought it was. Well, yeah, funny. but like even the 
even the humor made me sad. Like I don't I don't know how they did that, but they they did it. Like they just made you feel so bad for Mo that like any joke that Pete Davidson's character made just made him look like more of a douchebag and made you feel more sad for Mo. I feel yeah, no, it, more sad for Zeke than I did for Mo, honestly. What? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean I get it. Personally. I get the way it ended, I can see how you feel bad for Zeke more than Mo. Yeah. Because Mo actually got past everything. <clears throat> this is a right now. This is a non-spoiler review. Just so y'all know, that's why we're not really talking about spoilers. But um, um, I'm talking about the characters. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I thought it was funny because um, he looks a lot younger in this movie. I was gonna say I didn't even know he was in this movie, and <laughs> he started talking, and I re- like I didn't recognize him at first, and then I heard his voice, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, you really know who you are. <laughs> I didn't until I looked up the cast, and I was like, "Dude, that was him, wasn't it?" <laughs> um, John Cryer um, from Two and a Half Men. I thought he did a really good job as the dad too. That's where I yeah, saw him from. Yeah, because he also plays a Lex Luthor. Lex right? Luthor. Yeah, and I was like, "That's Lex Luthor," but I for sure seen him <laughs> from something else. No, no, I thought he did a real it good was job. Bugging me so much. Of course, Pete Davidson did a good job. Um, whoever played the the love interest, whoever played that girl, I thought she did a real good job. Which one? Sure. The Mo, uh, what's her name? Is it Sophie? Oh, Mo's. Yeah, that's the one. Crush. Yeah, Mo's crush. But um, I'm gonna be honest. I thought the weakest performance was Mo. If I had really? to rank them. Yeah, I thought he did a good job for what he had, but out of everyone, like everyone else just outperformed him in my opinion. I don't know. I think his character was made like that though. No, I thought the lowest like was uh, really stiff. Was uh Mo's friend and in, in school. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. The one yeah. with the I, I hated Stacy in my Stacey? opinion. Yeah, Stacy. I didn't like Yeah. Him. Her name's their boy Stacy. <laughs> I thought you did pretty bad. Um, sorry, guys. We haven't really got into the movie. We're talking about the characters. So basically, um, <clears throat> Zeke, uh, Pete Davidson's character, is a, a college dropout, like the synopsis says. He's like 23, and he's basically just been doing drugs and alcohol like ever since he got out of high school, even in high school. And um, Mo is his ex's brother and he just he's befriended him for about like six years roughly is the timeline and he he's like uh i don't know if i'd say like maybe yeah mentor i guess like a brother and zeke basically lets him do all these bad things and shows him everything's cool you can be an adult everything's cool you can do drugs you can do um alcohol he even made him sell drugs (laughs) be the drug dealer of his school and um as the movie goes on, we learn that um, Mo doesn't want to be um, like that, a bum, basically. Because Zeke, we, more and more we go, we know Zeke is a bum out of high school that just hasn't really progressed in life. Yeah, pushed forward into life. So, And Mo knows he doesn't want to be like that. So towards the end, you know, he tries to get out of it. And um, like they said, it's really not a comedy because... It, I mean, there's funny aspects to it, but um, there's a lot. the The plot is too dark for it to be there's like funny. Three funny jokes <laughs> that's shrouded by like just pure darkness. Tongue daddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One thing I thought was hilarious was when Mo was at the party, and he's like, "Oh, don't mind him." Whoa, 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 he came whoa, from whoa, the dumps. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're in the non-spoiler review, sir. That wasn't a spoiler. That wasn't a spoiler. <laughs> no, but he's like, he's at the party and he's like, uh, oh, don't mind him. He just came from the garbage or something like that. And they get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked it up. I loved the aspect between Steve, I mean, Steve, Zeke and Mo. Like, I thought um, the actors played it spot on with their relationship. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Their chemistry was really good. Because as you can see, as Mo was growing, Zeke um, Zeke was left behind 
which I thought was a real cool aspect because it just really showed how immature Zeke was. Because at first, when you first meet him, you don't you don't really think too too much of him until the movie progresses. And then you're just Honestly, like the more the more actions he takes, you're just like, yeah, no, he's a he's a bum. He's a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> the way I felt was that like like Zeke made some pretty bad decisions, you know, like yeah. For example, like uh. Like him really not doing anything after high school, but I Cheating thought, as, yeah, I thought their yeah. relationship with him and Mo, like, as much as he was a big brother to Mo, Mo was also helping him because I, I feel like if they yeah. would have stayed that way, Zeke would have became a better person. You know, like Mo was helping him too. I don't think so. I think it was yeah. more the opposite. I think it was more Zeke being an absolute like douchebag of an influence to Mo. I mean, yeah, it you was. Saw, I think. Uh, Zeke, no, like, throughout the movie, Zeke didn't care, like, about anything. Like, he, uh, um, what do you call it? Are we he, going too far? He'd be doing drugs or... and stuff. Oh, yeah, sorry. I guess, uh, I didn't think it was, this was a spoiler, but yeah, I guess we'll move on to the spoiler, um, section. <clears throat> so, um, I mean, honestly, if you like Pete Davidson, go ahead and check out this movie. Because he does a real good job in it. Um, that's about it. What do y'all rank it? Rate it, sorry. Honestly? Y'all are going to think I'm think. crazy for this. But I'd give it like an 8. Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 too. No, yeah, me too. <laughs> Anthony's oh, like, cool. oh? <laughs> <laughs> I thought... Uh, just because we... It wasn't a comedy, but it was a really good movie. No, yeah, I love the story. No, it was a good movie. All right, so since we're getting into the spoiler review now, um, you can go ahead and click off if you haven't seen the movie, but we recommend that you do. Um, yeah, here we go. So, like I was saying, Zeke, um, he's a bad influence because he doesn't really care. Like he'll he'll do like the hardest drugs, and he'll be like, "Nah, everything's fine. I'll be fine in the morning." Or He'll cheat on his girlfriend, and he'll just be like, "Oh damn, that's crazy!" <laughs> oh, you're no, leaving. He was like, oh damn. He was like, uh, "At first, he was like, yeah, she, she's really mad at me, bro. I don't even know why. It's so stupid.' <laughs> hey, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll be like, "No, bro, like, I just liked her picture, dude. I didn't fuck her." <laughs> the only thing that was redeeming about his character was his sarcasm, and even then. It was just, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, let me see here. Like, he was the literal only comedy part of the movie. He did a good job, though, dude. Sorry, he I loved really his performance. Good job. I really did. Loved his performance. I I think, um... I guess it's because, no offense, I, I love Pete Davidson. He's, like, one of my favorite comedians, but he just looks like a drug addict. <laughs> no no he he does no he does i, I saw I think that's what I, I saw him and i was like no that's pete davidson huh i, I can never get when past i was watching his... it go ahead when i was watching it my brother walked in he's like oh are you watching that eminem movie <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what he said what uh well, I mean, MGK was in it. As Mo... Did y'all notice that um, when Mo was starting to get more confident, like, he finally talked to Sophie, he uh, got a, he got a kiss from her. Um, as he was beginning to grow more confident and he kind of pushed away from, like, doing, like, alcohol and stuff, his hair, like, at the beginning, his hair was, like, down, but then it started to, like, actually be styled and up. I did not notice that. That's he started subtle, doing that. But... Uh, he did that first um, first date with Sophie, and since it went well, he just kept it like that. Well, yeah, what that's happened. what I mean. Yeah, he got the confidence. He's starting to become like more mature and see hmm. things his own way. But um, another plot point was this kid Stacy. Um, but I guess basically Mo's friend at school wanted him to keep providing drugs and basically be the drug dealer for different high school parties. And that made Mo pretty popular. But I mean, it also got him in trouble at the end because the cops found out. And I yeah, feel bad for expelled. Mo because, like, 
I feel like he he really didn't get much attention in high school because he like he said he didn't have any friends his own age, yeah. and then once everyone started paying attention to him, once he started selling drugs, that's when he was like, oh, I like this, like. Yeah, not not he didn't he didn't want to do it at first. Drugs. Yeah, not for selling drugs, but for the recognition he gets. Right, like he didn't want right. to do it, but he's like, well, "This is the only way people will like me." <laughs> that's, a, that's that's how I saw it. Yeah, never trust a dude named Stacy. They all rats. I know, dude. I was like, "What the <laughs> heck?" Well, I thought uh, one of the most powerful scenes, I guess you could say, was whenever. <laughs> Whenever Zeke um, started getting paid to take care of Mo, and it's it was weird because that's when Zeke actually started like care about his well being and like what he's doing and stuff. Did he actually care about his well being? Start getting paid though. I thought it was like a one time no, thing. No, he started getting paid. He even told Mo. He said, "No, I just need you to be safe." Well, no, because even then, like Zeke wasn't really forcing Mo to do anything, and the only time he didn't really care was when um that dude wanted a hot box. And he was just like, yeah, fuck it. Well, it's because he had a thing about not smoking, like, ever. Yeah. So but other um, than that, he didn't, he really didn't, like, if he cared, he wouldn't have had him selling his drugs for him. And he didn't want to. Mo told him he didn't want to, but uh, Zeke was like, nah, just do it. It'll be fine. Sneak out. <laughs> You'll be cool. Yeah, and once they earned a profit, Zeke actually, like, legit quit his job because he yeah, wanted quit to his money job. from it. Like, yeah, you I will say... The only thing that showed redemption about Zeke's character, and I lied earlier, is at the end, and he was like, "Yo, bro, just blame it on me. It's cool. I'm a bum, anyways. What are they gonna do?" I think like, this... kind of saying like he'd take the fall for him, and that was the only, like from then on, you could see like a change in his character. I think this is a lot more for their friendship too, though. Like it kind of like towards the end, it kind of showed that Zeke, honestly, the only person who like really like cared opinion about and um relationship with was um mo yeah yeah you could definitely see that and um one of the turning points like i said whenever they got hotboxed and mo was in there his parents found out that he got high from the from all that smoke and they also found out he got a tattoo and um basic basic tongue daddy (laughs) they basically said um (laughs) you're never gonna see zeke ever again because of all this crap and then once he got expelled that was like the nail in the coffin how did y'all like uh his dad's reaction when he came home high i thought it was really well played yeah well that's what i that's what i was saying earlier dude john crier did a really good job pretty sure that's how a white dad would react to that yeah (laughs) yeah are you doing dope? Bro? I say white because there are a lot of. Uh, I know my dad wouldn't freak out like that. He would definitely be all up in in my stuff, but he wouldn't like be flinging me across the rooms. Edward's Mexican. Espanol. <laughs> I, I have to spite my name. <laughs> you what? I don't know how I liked the ending though. Like, really. I don't know. You don't know how you liked. You don't know if you liked it. Yeah, I thought the ending. Would, I thought they did a really good ending. I, I did too. Well, the very, very ending I liked, but what, I just what wish I, it kind of went in more in depth when it showed because it, it was just like months later, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, I have to go pee in a cup every month," you know, stuff like that. I wish it instead of a huge gap, it should have showed more in depth nah, a bit. he was just grounded nah, bro i don't think there was much to say but i say it's a 16 year old that's about all they get is <laughs> uh drug tests and uh, community service mm. yeah. that's fair i guess i i this is my favorite aspect of the movie i liked that, that was not a happy ending i like that uh sophie didn't had didn't want nothing to do with mo just to show that he's like really changed like he shouldn't have been that person Mm-hmm. Yeah, just show that, like, he actually done messed up and he had consequences to his actions. Yeah, instead of her really just... really doesn't happen to main characters all that much. Yeah, instead of her just uh, getting back with him, like, nah, nah. They, uh, they flipped the script, and I really liked that decision. I also liked how um, that last shot when he's driving away from Zeke, because it's really showing he's separating himself from Zeke now. 
and, Z- and Zeke's like, just doing the same thing. He's got a burger job, flipping burgers. Because he is bum. Yeah. He's I trying, really did man. not like his character at all. I did. I mean, I don't, I don't really think you were wrong. supposed to. I don't think you were supposed to. But I say he just came off as like the biggest douchebag I've ever seen in my life. In your life? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like not stereotypical, that says but because I've met you. <laughs> oh, dang! <laughs> but um, yeah. Okay, what I thought was weird, I forgot to mention this. Um, Zeke cheats on his second girlfriend Holly, and then she wants to have sex with Mo, and like as a rebound, and they let her. And I was like, bro, isn't he a minor? I think. Dang, yeah. I didn't think about that. I did. I and thought it was funny. I thought it was funny because I was like, wait, Holly's like about Zeke's age. Isn't he a minor? <laughs> <laughs> well, how old was Zeke? Like was 23. I meant uh, uh, Mo. Mo? 16. 16. All right. So I would put him like a sophomore, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he said that his crush was like a freshman when Holly was a senior. So that puts like three three year difference there ish so yeah oh, she right. did look yeah. significantly younger though too like she didn't look that much older than him either yeah but you gotta remember Zeke but I was just still worried life. <laughs> <laughs> that is true that is true he's only 16 um Bro, your mom that's all I gotta really say for the movie though unless y'all got something else what do you think how do you think Zeke will do after this movie like his character what do you think he'll do I don't know I think he'll stay the same honestly yeah he's just gonna sip on cereal avoiding (laughs) responsibility bro that made me laugh I will say the part that made me laugh the most is whenever she's like I'm leaving and she's like that's the problem that's you caring and he's like no, I don't leave. Sip cereal. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. He drinks the rest of the milk. I thought what was funny, too, was whenever he was working in that retail store and the lady was like, hey, uh, was it a microwave? She's like, which color is the best microwave? And then he was on his phone and he's like, um, and she's like, hey, uh, could you help? And he's like, uh, hey, I got to go. Uh, the black one. <laughs> and, he just, and then he just like, like, walks but what out. What about the stainless steel? <laughs> he's like, yeah, whatever. The black one. Hey, Tongue Daddy. Tongue Bro, that was so good. Tongue no, Daddy. yeah. That was no. funny. It was clever. I actually liked Machine Gun Kelly's character, too, like, as a character. He was pretty funny, dude. He was He's like, a good huh? actor. He, what'd he say? He told Mo, huh? You're you're 16? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that made me laugh, And then too. he just had that revelation. He was like, I just realized something. He's freaking 16. <laughs> What am I doing with my life? Yeah, he's like, he's been drinking with us and all that. I like how he treated the girl like super different too. He was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you can't do this. Oh, yeah. That's for Mo. <laughs> oh, so Sophie? Yeah. It's because, yeah. oh, that's why. It's because of the age. She's like, gosh, she's only like 16. And then, yeah, and but then like, funny how you know, he's, he's like, 16 too. He's like, What? <laughs> even even in the beginning they went into a bar and they had Mo say he was he came back from 16 years of service or whatever military service <laughs> and I was sad. like bro this has to be a movie <laughs> no way <laughs> but um I think the funny part is whenever uh is too whenever uh what happened I completely forgot lost uh-huh. my train of thought that's cool that's cool. I'm sure I'll remember when you're talking again, too. <laughs> I, I think we're good, though, unless there's any more questions. No, I just no, I really wish I didn't label that a comedy because I was really looking forward to reviewing a comedy movie for for once. It still was a good movie, though. <laughs> but yeah, no, we it was a great movie. A more. It just uh, was not what I was expecting going into it. Like it After- started off OK, like. It started off like getting like some bad grandpa type vibes and then it just went full on uh, DC level dark. 
after I watched a little bit of it, I actually paused it and went back through the group chat and I'm like, am I watching the right movie? <laughs> really? <laughs> I really did that. Oh, because well, you asked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, he asked again what the movie was. <laughs> we were like, oh, that's the one. He was like, all right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was, it was crazy. It was weird. Very weird. But the storytelling was top notch. All right. If that's our closing thoughts, we all gave it an eight. Uh, let us know in the comments or hit us up um, to tell us how you think of this movie. If you've seen this movie and your rating, and if you have differing opinions, let us know. Um, any criticism for this podcast is greatly appreciated. Um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you can, on YouTube. Um, also leave a like, subscribe to YouTube. Um Get in the know with our podcast. We do have an Instagram page, underscore the hooligan hangout, underscore. And um, that's about it. Just uh, make sure you say hi to your mom for me and have a good day. <laughs>